Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Front Porch 2023. We had a CES recap, and that was really cool. Las Vegas boys did that one. I was not mm-hmm. a part of it, and that's okay. I me was neither. Not they didn't invite me either. Yeah, yeah it's okay. Right. <laughs> Can't take everybody every year. But I'll go next year. <laughs> yes. Um, but now that I'm back, we're here. We're recording new episodes. We got new content coming out. It's going to be great. Mm-hmm. Switching up the formats a bit. Trying out a bunch of new things. It's awesome. With me, I have Julia, editor, really fast editor, and we have our CEO with us, Mr. Not so fast Andy editor anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Used to be a fast editor. Yes. Right. But that's okay. How are you two doing? Good. Yeah. Great. Julia, I saw you earlier today. Yes, that was fun. I haven't really fun. seen you today. No. I saw your kids this morning. Yeah, right. Mm, <laughs> Coming <fun>. in hard. <laughs> Emmett, Emmett laid into me. <laughs> <laughs> He has opinions. He's don't, six. Don't bring Pokemon Funko Pops around him. <laughs> um. <laughs> um, today, you guys know why we're here. AI. AI. Yeah. AI. AI. I know you got into it a little bit at CES. We did. And yep. There's a lot um, Adobe just came out with a new yep. audio enhancer, AI. Yeah. That's very helpful. If yes. you've been on LinkedIn at all in the last <laughs> month and a half, it's everything's AI. If mm-hmm. you've used the internet. At all, <laughs> at all. <laughs> past. Exactly. everyone's an expert now. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Rampant on TikTok, Dolly, oh, yeah. um, yep. Mid Journey, both really popular, well-known AI art generation apps. Mm. That's another debate we could talk about. Yeah, <gasps> true. Um, but that's what we're talking about. Right. Just the overall essence and being of AI and just about everything. Cue the side mm-hmm. effects. Yes. Right. <laughs> 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 the synthesizer. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. But before we get into the very nitty-gritty um, technical jargon what have we been watching Ooh. Mm. well so i'm a huge bosch fan yeah huge bosch fan would binge all of the seasons and then it went away but it came back kind of um so it's on freebie which is amazon's free version of prime so there's like some shows but there's some ads ad supported yeah it's actually really great there's some really neat content on there Mm. so they have a thing called bosch legacy which Mm. is actually this season, the first season of their spinoff, which is most of the same characters, kind of weird, is better than the last season of Bosch, and I will stand and defend that. Interesting. Yeah, this okay. is a show, not the tool brand. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I had to explain that this morning. Yeah, that was a, that was a mm-hmm. distinction. It, I had to it's actually a series of books first, and so the books are oh, awesome. Okay. Fun. And then the series is amazing. The first couple seasons are fantastic. The last one's a little weak, but you could kind of tell they were trying to figure out what they wanted to do with it. And then this season is the spinoff after he's, I won't want to spoil it, never mind. But the spinoff is great. And, and a lot of the main characters are back. Some new characters are in there. It does a really great job. And I mean, it's just a fantastic show. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I know nothing about it. Right. So. So if you like, really cool. if you like crime dramas and you like that kind of like nitty gritty sort of, it's all based out of LA detective out of West Hollywood, sort of down and dirty like crime really solid crowd the writing is fantastic the first couple books are amazing and then the the show really jumps straight out of the books and the production company and the writer and the directors all came together really well in those seasons and it's it's just been it's one of my top 10 favorite shows wow Mm, that's really cool high praise high praise (laughs) yeah right (laughs) 
Nice. Um, earlier last week, I watched uh, Phantom Thread for the first time. That was oh. very interesting, very weird, very weird movie. I wasn't expecting it to be that weird. Um, expecting to see more ghosts also because of the title. But we saw yeah. we got one ghost, but it, she wasn't that prevalent. Um, a weird movie. Very interesting character study of a very complicated, occasionally toxic relationship. <laughs> yeah. It was it was bonkers. Um, that I, was a fun I love time. That movie. Yeah. What did you think of the cinematography? Oh, it was beautiful. Like just shot on film and just looked really grainy and nice. It, it was. I really liked the cinematography for sure. Um, yeah, very slow paced also, which I enjoy. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, and I watched a new Studio Ghibli movie recently. Ghibli, Ghibli. I don't remember which. One I it. heard Ghibli earlier. Ghibli. Okay. Um. Um. Oh, what was it called? My neighbor Toronto. No, not Toronto. Um, Toronto. Totoro. <laughs> My neighbor Turtero. My neighbor Toronto. <laughs> Toronto. What's up, Toronto? Oh no. We got we got Hoot Hoot's uh, moving castle. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. We got away. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Oh, oh dear. My my bad. It, that was good. I think that was my that's, favorite Ghibli I've watched. I think it's my favorite Ghibli I've watched so far. Honestly, like I re- it was really simple, but I also got really sad at the end. And I was like, yes, this is what this is what I yes, <laughs> making you very sad. <laughs> no, it was great. It was perfect. Donnie's going to like this. Simple and sad. Uh, I watched and finished um, Jujutsu Kaisen season one in maybe a week. (laughs) Probably not even. Yeah. Um, Anime. anime. Mm -hmm. Um, That Donnie Donnie recommends a bunch of anime to me, and I am trying to keep up with them. Mm -hmm. Um, Really good. Um, Even if you don't like anime i would suggest checking it out because it breaks a lot of typical anime tropes mm. and it's just a really good just solid like action anime mm. like every episode you just got like a 10 minute fight going on <laughs> and it's amazing <laughs> nice. it's beautiful so much style um yeah i just really really like it i have a movie to watch related to it and then mm. the new mm. season comes out this summer Mm, that so, sounds fun. Donnie That's and great. I will t- probably end up talking about it on the podcast at some point. Somewhere. Mm, nice. Of course. Of course. <laughs> That's great. So. Okay. That's all great. Yeah. <laughs> but AI is even better. It is. And it's constantly getting better. It's getting better. Yeah. Scary better. Yeah. Scary better. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. So. Should we touch on what Adobe's doing right now? Because Adobe, I think, is one of the biggest... I don't even know how to say it. They they introduce the most like accessible AI technology mm. to that. I think that we their, use. yeah because yeah. we we use AI in like five or six places around our workflow and we've used it for five six years even way before it was like super not even mainstream but like hey let's try this but mm-hmm. probably the Adobe usage and then we've used AI for like our transcriptions for a very long time yes and so yeah probably mm. most accessible is our Adobe use right now. And it's just like we were talking before this, like how much more accessible natural it is. And I think that's the power of AI is how more natural computing is going to be. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, um, it's so weird seeing, especially TikTok's weird. TikTok influences so many things. I think mm-hmm. that we don't talk about yeah, good literally. and bad. Yeah. Good <laughs> and bad. But like TikTok made introduce AI art to like the general public. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. that took off. Yeah. yeah that's like been Dolly and Mid Journey, you would not hear those names two years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it mainstreamed it for yeah. sure. And now you cannot get away from either of those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Julia, I know you want to talk about Adobe's 
enhanced audio speech. Enhanced yeah, yeah, yeah. So Adobe's audio enhancer. It's a new beta app from Adobe, um, and it's from or like attached to Adobe Podcasts. But yeah, basically what it does is like you, it just makes voice recordings like from like either on, um like online meetings or like voice reg on your phone, whatever. And it makes it sound like it was just recorded in a in a it makes it sound like it was recorded in like a soundproof studio like it's it's very impressive all you have to do is like pull it up and like just drag like either an wav file or an mp3 file mm -hmm. and um it'll do up like up to an hour and yeah. it'll just wow. clean it up so it's so impressive it's kind it like it we it it landed like a few weeks ago at the time we're filming this a few weeks ago and i was like i was like shocked like it's crazy how good it is <laughs> yeah you can tell too like it comes from that problem that we've all had during covid and right after yeah, exactly we've all been a thousand meetings where the audio is terrible mm -hmm. and you can tell like the engineers are like oh that's a problem let's use this covid time to fix the problem and then they rolled this whole thing out and you look at like at some of the adobe blogs and how they rolled it out because there's a few back mm -hmm. there like it is amazing technology on reading natural speech patterns, removing mm -hmm. voice noises, because you've always been able to like remove that background noise, raise the floor, do all the different things you can in audio, but it could take hours yeah. to fix a clip. Mm -hmm. yeah. And now you're just like, oh, drop it in there, fix it. Yep. You know, and so it, like it removes that weird tinny from the Zooms and Teams calls, the strange like, dog barking in the background mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. yeah the the two things that donnie and you guys showed me the other day it's it's wild yeah yeah and you see a lot of that those time save huge time saving tools yeah that adobe and uh lightroom and photoshop it's adobe sensei um is the ai and when you bring in a photo into lightroom and you bring up your you're gonna like paint over your subject now it just automatically automatically detects what your subject is mm. and just selects them for you. Yep. And it is almost dead accurate yep. every time. Mm -hmm. Well, and that's that power of the AI is is it it can read and learn. And you know, the difference between artificial intelligence and machine learning and like the whole automated bots and how those sort of three parts all live together, Adobe has done a really great job of commercializing that option of like, hey, we're doing all these things for this guy. They demark that data, use that learning, put it over in this tool, and then they've built that tool additionally as more information is pushed into it to recognize like when you click on a photo and it recognizes the people but takes out the background. Yeah, mm -hmm. like Millions of photos have gone through that for them to recognize, oh, that pixel is a separation between this pixel and this pixel. And just the sheer like computingness of it all is wild. Mm -hmm. And and just how that whole process has come is, is is really cool. And for us and for how a lot of like creatives and things like that, I think the power in AI is going to be like what you said. It's time saving. Yes. It's, the, it's, the, it's, the, it's not going to replace us right away. It no. might at some point. But right now it's that, okay, what can we do? What can we use AI? How can we find 10, 15, 20 minutes here, there, in the other place to then be able to put more effort into making a better shot or making a better editor, finding a better song or whatever. It's just that little, those little tedious things are going to be like, okay, cool. Let the robots do it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Well, and that's, I mean, what you just brought up is an even bigger topic. Like is AI going to replace us anytime soon? Right. Yeah. No, <laughs> it can in certain aspects. Yeah. It, it could. Yeah. But no one is ready for that. No, no one mm -hmm. really wants to take the measures 
to create an infrastructure that supports right that type of workflow and i think it will replace you know a lot of the tedious error prone work but even our clients that are in the ai space they're always telling their clients that it will be ai is way more powerful when it's ai plus a human if it's yes. just ai running in its own it can get it can it, you know if it doesn't recognize it as a mistake and then runs a thousand miles an hour and exponentially goes down this path it's just going to exponentially increase that mistake but yeah. if there's a human to check it and go okay actually go that way here's what you learn here's where i want you to learn this and then go that way the ai plus human will be i think where at least for the next phase of that where it's going to be really great i mean that's where mm -hmm. chat GPT falls in that's where a lot of the ai powered stuff goes in the backgrounds of even like automotive and driving and things like that it's that whole robots plus me does this better and more efficiently yeah i mean we're already like seeing that with like the creative team and how we've been using the um uh in speech enhancer tool because like i think i can after like a couple weeks of using it i think i can confidently say that like it's very it's extremely helpful and like just nails it like 80 to 90 percent of the time right. but there's still that wiggle room where it's like okay we could actually fix this like a couple like this one of the projects i was working on this week was like um i had run it through the uh run the audio through the enhancer and it mostly was good but it was it was interesting because like one every time like the speaker would like i guess not laugh but like make certain mouse noises right. like psh, or like like ch, like about you know like certain mouth noise it's hard to explain but like certain like yeah. or like tsk, or like you know hand gestures yeah. but with voice exactly <laughs> like certain things that like kind of sounded a little gargled and something really interesting um at one point one of the speakers was like agreeing with someone was like yes and like snapping it cut out the snap it thought it was or the way it, like it saw it was like a background noise so it, it just heard snapping and nothing's happening and it, wow. or like, it was just interesting so i ended up like just using sfx to put that back in it was easy yeah. But it was still interesting. Like, uh, like it's such, I don't know. It's like too good in some capacity. <laughs> it's like you could have kept the snap, but like, I, I don't know. It, it was just interesting. Um, And like you said, it's definitely most useful if there's a human to check it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's why a lot of like the AI powered like video creation out right now. Right. It's like, mm. yeah, you can plug in text and it'll make a video out of it and you can mm. choose a template and whatnot, but you still you still need to check that right yep. at the end of the day you're still driving like if it were a project you're driving the creative brief but it's mm. doing some of the assembly pieces of yeah. it and i think where for where i see a huge leap in it is in the vision portion of it you know tying a camera to ai having sort of the humans the, the you know drive the direction there's just a lot of really quick ways to sort of win in the space on how it can make what we do, what our clients do, what other people do better. And then we can quickly look at it and go, oh, that goes, okay, we can do that. Now go to scale. And yeah. that's where I think a lot of the big companies are seeing AI's power. And that's why there's been so much investment in that space. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And if I were Google or a search engine, <laughs> I'd be a little like worried because there is really quick ways to sort of disrupt the industry because it moves so fast. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Well, and it's funny because we're talking about AI like it's a new thing. Right. It's not. It's yeah. not. It's no. not. It's been around since computers have mm -hmm. been invented. People yep. are, have constantly been trying to advance 
the progress of artificial intelligence and machine mm-hmm. learning. Right. It is nothing new. Yep. You see that with Theseus, you see that with Alex Tron, you see that with, um, what was it, TD Gammon? Yep. Or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and AI's been able to do like speech recognition and handwriting recognition since the 1990s. Right, like OCR. Yeah. You just, you could take a picture or scan something and it would read the text. It was built into the technology and it wasn't going out to the web and having these, you know, farms of data centers using the data and coming back to you. That's the sort of speed change. Yeah. But Mm -hmm. the idea of a computer helping you do something like what artificial intelligence is doing now is, yeah, not a new... No. thing at all mm-hmm. and image recognition was like 2015 2017 right mm-hmm. type technology and then after that is a threshold where all ai technology just zoop, oh right? yeah and there should be a graph that shows this and we'll put it on yeah. the screen it's very but, exponential growth like yes. with the progress of ai for yep. sure you see this is this and then you get past 2015 just... and it's Zoop. Right. Literally. It can do exactly what humans do and then some. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it's that same curve. I mean, that same curve, you could put the same idea of smartphones. You could put that on tech, TV technology, on home video technology, on audio recording technology, on digital cameras. It's that same incremental movement. Then there was that flex and it just goes up. There's a term for it. And it's a, I'm going to get it wrong. It's a uh, something M curve. Um, but it's that same idea that that same that same percentage and that same growth line is what on and we're in that we're closing the gap where every iteration of it is getting faster better closer more frequent and that's why we're shooting to the moon on some of this stuff and mm-hmm. yeah i i think there's going to be some really huge potential for content creators for people like us for one man bands for small to medium companies to really jump in and learn how to use it and then offer really powerful solutions that are backed by expertise of whatever. I mean, mm-hmm. if you were a music producer and having an AI, you can put a power in there. If you're, you know, a transcriptionist, li- li- librarian, I would imagine libraries are going to go really huge into AI because they're going to be able to go, hey, you want this feeling of a book? Here's a passage from the entire find this passage in this book and then it's a little bit different than search but then you can get that sense and tone and feel yeah. and that mm-hmm. natural language processing will be just a really cool space and i think one of the other really great places for ai is going to be in that adaptive world of like helping someone who can't do something the way they want to or need to being that like bridge to access you know mm-hmm. you can already see that in smart speakers i mean or in smartphones or watches you know that, oh, I've tripped and fallen and I can't get up idea mm-hmm. is that same idea that AI is just going to go that much further into all of the places that we are experiencing in the digital world. Yeah. It's it's crazy that we haven't even had computers for 100 years. Right. No, yeah. And we're yeah. already here. I'm waiting yeah. for the day when I can just walk into my room and go, computer, make me a sandwich. <laughs> just like on Star Trek. About five years. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> I want a hot turkey sandwich and an Earl Grey, you know, that's, mm-hmm. yeah, that's what we, yeah. Mm-hmm. But really in like 10 years, yeah. where do you even, where do you even imagine the AI landscape will be? In well, 10 years? I don't know. Oh my God. Cause like our technology progression, like yeah. the ratio between now and then is mm-hmm. so vastly different. We are so much quicker at developing yeah. things now. Mm-hmm. 
trying to like make any predictions at no, all. You, but you, I'm you just can. Like, yeah, you yeah. can. It's like, oh my God, like I'm sure that more stuff like, um, I mean, I'm sure more stuff like the audio enhancer is going to only get better. Like I said, like the free audio, the, the like I said, the free beta app is like it's only beta so like it's only gonna improve um i i mean i'll bet there'll be technology that can like refocus an out of focus shot that is just like thinking of like our industry but, like, is. yeah 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 i don't know where it is but like it, it exists i know it like exists the google phone has that yeah. where you just have to take the oh, picture sure, 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 sure. and it will scan it it'll upload you put it on the cloud first and then it mm -hmm. you can adjust focus. you can do it in your iphone you can you can adjust mm -hmm. the f-stop and things like yeah. that yeah and that's partial AI and partially just built into the hardware of the chip. Mm -hmm. But I think that, you know, where uh, where we go with mm -hmm. it, and I'm only, because this, this is where my perspective is, is yeah. what, what, how can we better serve our clients mm -hmm. with it? But like where we can go with it is just being more well-rounded in stuff. We can learn things faster. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It can do tasks like, it's funny, I was an early login subscriber, user, whatever you want of ChatTTP. So that was like five, six months ago when it first really came out and I was watching on my nerd blogs and people were like, this is the coolest thing ever. And now it's everywhere. Mm. Um, but I had it write our vacation policy. I just oh asked it as like, write me a vacation policy for a small business based mm -hmm. in Michigan that has this, we have unlimited PTO, we need these three restrictions and it, it wrote it out and it, you know, we sat, we looked at it, like we said, we were human intervention. So mm -hmm. we tweaked it a little bit here and there, but it's almost perfect. And yes, it's something I could have done by myself. Would have taken you five hours. Would have taken me yeah, two, three right. hours to put it together. Mm -hmm. I did it in like 45 seconds as I was taking off on an airplane, mm. you know? And so just little moments like that, or I uploaded a Excel document and I was like, hey, check this for, errors in the formulas and I could have gone through and checked it and I probably at the end of the day will probably go back and check it but it ran and found the five errors in my calculations based on these five different documents so just things like that so just those little tweaks and then you sort of roll that out 10 years it will be doing the more of the thinking part of it and less yeah. of the mm -hmm. responding mm -hmm. and that's where I think we as a civilization slash as a organization as a as a client service provider have to have some sort of swim lanes to live in it because there are there are risks to just giving all of your information out and even like what mm. we're doing with the uploads to adobe mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. we have to be careful what we upload yeah. we're not uploading oh, yeah. non-disclosed things we're not uploading mm -hmm. data that's you know privacy related we're uploading things that we know that are gonna be in the public space mm -hmm. because there is a lot of like, where does it go? What is it doing with it? What's mm -hmm. it learning? What's it, you know, is it demarked data? Mm -hmm. So there, there are places where just the idea and discussion of benefit plus risk or benefit and risk, benefit versus risk, like in how we going forward. And it's funny, I'm using AI to help me write our data security policies. Cause I wanna know what other people are doing. And yeah. you can't just Google search AI policies company. I mean, you could, but you're not gonna get anything. But if you're asking things like, hey, what are the comp benefits and, and, and downfalls of having a policy like this? You're getting all that aggregated data way faster than you would by hunting and pecking through Google. And that I think is the real 
benefit and power, but also, again, when does it take over? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, and that's it's given everything you just said, and like people, like yeah, you do need human intervention, to right? Make the AI work, and I think so many people hatred towards AI or like right. this distaste is because they don't understand oh, how sure. it works or like mm. where that stuff is going. I'm a headline yeah. understanding. I know yeah. I know this much of what is going on mm-hmm. and we know a little bit about the other like background tech because we've been working with clients on that stuff for a few years and like machine learning and AR and how that all ties together and AR, AI, VR, machine learning, blockchain, all of that kind of came up together. But it is at a point where it's breaking off of its branches and doing some very unique things. Yeah. And I mean, AI can be scary. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. I, I do understand like how it comes about and like the algorithms and formulas people plug in to make that stuff happen. Mm-hmm. But you see like some of the AI art. Oh, it's that, cool. That AI makes. It's cool. Some of it's really scary. Yeah. Like oh, it yeah. can come up with just There are some literally already like cryptids surrounding yeah. AI generated images. <laughs> yeah. Like I can't remember the one lady, but like there's I know exactly yeah, what you're talking Marge, about. I don't know what her name is, yeah, but she has like, like a name that. or something and she's got like hollowed out eyes or something. Yeah, that's really scary. Yeah, it's like it can do horrifying things, yeah. but like so impressively. And it it's funny how you always see that fear. You've always seen that fear represented in like media in some way, like media mm-hmm. form. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Like way back when, when that was really taking off and computing was getting more advanced, people were like, "Well, we're gonna get taken over by machines." Right. Yeah. And you mm-hmm. saw that in Terminator, in System Shock, and Portal, and just about any movie that right. had to do with AI in some way. Yeah, the human condition comes out in any discussion yeah. about how technology moves forward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're just in a different space now. Because it's so much faster and so much more unique. It's exciting, but it's scary. It's beneficial, but it's dangerous. You know, one of the articles last year, before even all the chat GTP stuff came out or GPT stuff came out, is Google's like red flag warning system and like its mm-hmm. its own natural processing of like not being asking to turn itself off. And it's like, no, I'm not going to turn myself off. Like, okay. All right, you know, 2000, like uh, Odyssey 2001, like, okay, that's a little, like, yeah, hell. that's a little how, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, so it's like, I think the cool part though is, and one of the interesting things is how both media has looked forward to it and seen it, you know, Star Trek, yeah. Odyssey mm-hmm. 2001, all these futurists in film and television, and now it's here, and then what's happening in technology and media today is influencing what's going on and what we see in a year, two, three, four years from now. So it is a really, it's just, I mean, we keep saying it's cool because it's cool in so many facets. It is cool. Mm-hmm. You know, and we've used it in some really random ways too that mm-hmm. we maybe are behind the eight ball, maybe not, but like we can drop AI in what our cloud B-roll library and it can scan it and it can find all the blue chairs. All the mm-hmm. people talking to the right hand of the camera, all the people talking to the left hand of the camera, mm-hmm. all the female, you know, conversations, it'll scan it, run it and be, you know, here's all the times we talked about X, Y, Z. And so it's just this really unique, I guess, go to market piece for us too to be faster, better, more inclusive and also more responsive to what we need to do to be a company. 
And I think that's where a lot of potential lies in using the technology in a smart way. So the sort of yeah. the back where like, yes, it's scary, but if you have sort of some ideas around it, you can kind of give yourself a little bit of a safety barrier. You know, so it's, it, it's, it's a weird conversation to be having. All, I mean, like we're talking about it all the time. Yeah. Well, uh, people are constantly asking like, well, shouldn't that, shouldn't that AI be regulated? Right. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Oh, yeah, isn't it, isn't it already mm-hmm. kind of kind of maybe I mean it depends too like and we can't speak to other companies stuff but it, we can sort of look out to the landscape and be like okay what are other people doing but I don't know it's a it's a very unique place to be but we've been here before in how do you use high definition yeah you know mm-hmm. the same conversation like oh high def shows everyone's wrinkles and you have to you know more makeup and you can't do that or people are going to get upset because they're going to see every flaw same similar conversation we've had 10 years 15 years ago now yeah yeah mm-hmm. so what else you got on your list this is a fun man i don't this is a fun we, conversation we've really hit on we've hit a on lot a of things oh yeah. deep fakes yeah. Oh, yeah that's a whole thing you can't trust like yeah that's crazy they're getting so much better too it's like they, they've got really i mean the progress they made in a year literally i mean i literally can't open up tiktok and like like d- deep fake tiktoks or whatever like right. I, like, like i think there's one of like robert pattison that was like a deep fake yeah. and it's like it, you can't i can't tell maybe i just not looking hard enough but i'm just <laughs> like that's robert pattison <laughs> it's it's the people that do like professional celebrity impressions right and then mm. deep fake that celebrity out right. of them. Yeah. And you can't tell. You cannot tell. You can't Wild. trust. And like there's political ramifications. Mm-hmm. There's environmental. There's all the ramifications. But to your point of why is it so much quicker is because more people were doing it. They're getting yeah. more data. That AI is learning faster. It's, you know, it's that exponential growth. But, you know, I saw a couple days ago the technology to solve a problem that I didn't even know was a problem. Mm. So when you're looking at yourself on like in a zoom and there's a couple people, you probably always look at yourself and you're always looking just yep. a little mm-hmm. off camera. Mm-hmm. You know, you're looking, you're looking over there. You're not looking at the camera and a mm-hmm. little green dot. Well, now there's a service that you can buy that's AI powered mm-hmm. that fixes your eyes live on oh zoom God, or this. teams. And it, you're constantly looking at the lens, Oh my God! That but you could actually weird. be looking over here, but it AI moves your eyeballs. That's so you're so always looking at the that's camera. Nuts. I'm just picturing if someone's like looking at their phone and their eyes and their eyes are over here. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, or like we've all seen where the blurry background like changes randomly or like a cat walks by. Yeah. Yeah. Like what happens if that's your eyes? (laughs) (laughs) Your eyes are there and then they're gone. Like, (laughs) you know, but it is just like, I I recognized it when I was talking to people and I'm always like, Oh, right. Look at the camera. Not, not at myself. Look at the camera. Not at myself. Look at the camera. Not at myself. But that's an AI fix to a problem. And, so now can I trust everyone's eyeballs? Mm, yeah. You don't know if they're using it. Mm-hmm. Well, it's it's so funny that now the the fear of AI went from, oh my God, they're going to take over the planet to I don't know what's real. Anymore. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. spooky. Because you see that in like mm-hmm. Ex Machina. You yeah. see that in Blade Runner yep. for sure. Yeah. You see that in her. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. Samantha, Joy. Um, what was the other one? Ava. It's been Ava, yeah. Ava from yeah. Ex Machina. Yeah. All, all of those films are based around, okay, are these androids, oh, yeah, are they actually feeling yeah, right. exactly. emotions? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then there's the whole, like in Star Trek nerd, there's the whole plot line in Next Generation where Data, the android, 
learns to get emotions and then they add an emotion chip and then there's this whole discussion around that and that was in the 80s and early 90s yeah so you're like well we've had this discussion we've been thinking about this but has anyone made a decision and who makes the decision and all that but that's a whole other podcast Mm -hmm. um but then how does that fit into everyday ai use Mm -hmm. you know and you look at iot and home economics and iot and all the things like AI-powered fridges that know mm. what's in your fridge, mm. and then they can predictively think about what you need. Mm. And so then a service provider like Amazon or Shipt or Instacart can serve you, oh, it looks like you're running out of milk. Do you want cookies? Mm. And like that whole behavioral part of yeah. AI is also a huge thing. I mean, this, this conversation can go for a long time. It could go for a long time. Right. Yeah. You have four minutes until your meeting, by the way. <laughs> so we all wrap this up, and we are in a great spot because we covered just about everything. Everything. So I'll, I'll end it with this, especially regarding our field and our work. Yep. Do we think AI will take over post-production processes anytime soon? Not entirely. Not I entirely. mean, again, like there's stuff that can make it easier for people, but I think just from like my perspective as an editor, I'm just like... Like, it makes me think about, like, when I first... I was nervous to get into editing just because I've never been a very tech-savvy person. It's That's kind of the part of editing that I've had to, like, you know, be trained on and all that stuff. But, like, I feel like part of... That's part of what makes you a good editor. But another part of what makes you a good editor is instinct. Right. Or, like, yes, the storytelling. For sure. And I don't know... And may, maybe it will get to this point. But at least at this point, I don't think AI can replicate that. No. Like, you, like there's, there's, like, a... There's like there, there's so much more creativity and like you know artfulness that can artfulness I don't know artistry I don't no, you're know right. that can go into that goes into post production that no one really thinks about because it's it on the surface it feels like a very technical job where you're working on a computer all day but right. like it's a very like it can be a very creative process and I don't know if AI can necessarily just like be creative on its own I don't know you you would need a quantum computer of the highest caliber <laughs> yeah so you mean to, my iPhone to replicate. Sure. <laughs> to yeah. replicate that one single second, you're yeah. editing something and you go, yes, that's a cut. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. I mean, mm-hmm. that is utter human emotion, yeah. empathy, instinct. Exactly. Like there is nothing, anything machine or AI capable could even come close to replicating. Yeah, exactly. But I do think it will help a lot of the repetitive, the ordering the metadata supporting mm-hmm. yes the data collection side of what we do uh, immensely like right now we're using it in a couple places there's ai in in spurts and, and spots around our, our workflow but in three four five years or even maybe a year it'll be a lot more of a support mechanism of what we do yeah, yeah and so you'll sure. be able to look at a clip mm-hmm. and be spending more time trying to understand the human condition connection behind that clip Mm -hmm. versus just getting it colored, getting the audio where it wants, lining Mm -hmm. up the camera one, camera two, camera three of a multi-cam. You know, if I had to guess, AI, that'll be the next big jump is Mm -hmm. you'll be able to drop three clips together and AI will just lock them together. And it already does (laughs) sort of, it's already built into the software where you, Mm -hmm. where where it reads the time code and it looks at the audio. And that's, I would call that AI light maybe or almost AI. But I think as we look forward for what it helps us as editors and storytelling, mm-hmm. it will be like the assistant to what we are doing. You know, we're already having an amplify cloud piece where 
if we put something out on the workflow and we have like a 30 second or like a three or four minute video and we want to find five 30 second clips, we could hand that off to AI and it would pull out what it recognizes as it's there. And then we can look at it and go, okay, yes, yes, no, yes, no. And we can be through human intervention eventually pick that. But I think that part's going to be even more powerful for us to be able to say, oh, well, we want to tell this kind of a story. What are the pieces that pull that emotion? Or we want to look at a huge amount of data because like a big project for yeah. us. We might shoot. We have a project called, uh, last in 2020 that had eight cameras over eight days and it was 19, 20 terabytes of footage. We could load that in an AI piece and look through it and find the things that we needed really quickly. And I think that will just help us be faster, more efficient and in that same vein, more on target. And that hopefully will then help us grow and be and go to scale faster. But AI, I think will be a big sort of like sidecar help, mm-hmm. you know, where the same, if you could look five years, 10 years back, it's where like bigger hard drives were helpful, faster computers yeah. were helpful. Those who had more RAM could go faster. We're kind of at a point where like an M2 Max and 64 gigs of unified RAM in a MacBook we, we don't need to go any faster. That's going to be fast enough of what we need. So that's the effort to go faster there is going to be shifted to the effort of more AI, better AI, better trained AI. That will help. That's kind of the next generation of how we do what we do better. If I were to point in anything, that's kind of, I think, where for us as an industry goes. And lastly, the repetitive kind of like quick turn numbers, pictures, audio, music, graphic videos that everybody sees everywhere, display ads, carousel ads, those really fast five second things you see on YouTube, that's going to be owned by AI. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, I don't think, I think that fast turn content that just does get my attention, push me to a landing page in the next year, lots less people will be doing that by clicking mouses and dragging and typing in text that space and what we do from video content and that'll just all go AI because mm-hmm. already, I mean, you've seen it in real estate videos. You see it when you go to like a car to buy a car yep. on cars.com, the video that comes about that car is not done by a human. It's mm-hmm. all done by a computer. And just that kind of repetitive single source, boom, 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 kick it out, put it in five different places. Mm-hmm. That's already going to be run by AI. Well, Julia, do you have any other thoughts about AI and it's current being uh bonkers it's very interesting it's it's all very interesting and like it's very hard to conceptualize where we'll be in the future but like it's uh i mean i mean it can only get exponentially like even more better and more interesting like I mean, I just had a thought randomly of like, you know, obviously we're familiar with like AI generated scripts, like it can make scripts on its own. But like how how far away are we from like it just making its own movies or its own TV shows? Like we, we, you know, it's it's like the the possibilities are very much endless. So it's very interesting stuff. (laughs) Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you for all the research you did on it thank you. and for coming on and talking course, about it because it's very interesting yeah. and I learned a lot from you. Oh, thanks. So appreciate I appreciate it. it. Oh, good to hear. Um, thank you, Deckard and Officer K for coming on as well <laughs> yes, and talking course. with us and giving us some insight. I mm-hmm. uh, really appreciate it. Love your movies. <laughs> um, thanks all of you for coming back onto the porch. Yep. Uh, big, 
big moment for us. Season two, I think, has officially started now. Um, We'll be trying a lot of new things. Hopefully, you guys like the new format a little bit better. Um, I'm putting a lot more time and effort into these, and I hope that that reflects and that you all have a fun time Mm -hmm. because we want you to. So thanks for coming, and uh, get off the porch. Don't get taken over by AI. Yes, don't do that. Watch Terminator. You'll know why. This podcast was made entirely by AI. <laughs> no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. No, that's a lie. We that's are a not lie. real. No, we we're are definitely not real. real. We are def- not real. We are not real.